Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Hooniverse Podcast, episode number, what is this? Uh, I believe this is 39. Yes, 39. Great. Uh, is it 39? Okay. I'm here with Jeff Glucker, and as always, I am Blake Zoidberg-Ron. We've done that one before. And I'm also here with Zach Clapman. How are you doing, Zach? I'm doing good, Zabronis. Good, thanks. Ooh, that's a good one. Blake Zamboni-Ron. Okay, i got to write that down for next time. Keep going. Why this is it your like, intro? It's not like we're going. a poetry no, reading. No, no. And like, this is the Earl Grey Coming hour. up on Smooth Jam Auto Talk. We have... <laughs> what, what are we talking about tonight? Uh, we're talking I about... I didn't make a rundown, so it's all you, baby. We're, we're, we're going to talk about new cars. Yes, that's we're true. We're going to talk about old cars. Yep. And then we're going to talk about the Russian Revolution of 1917. <laughs> I'll Uh-oh. try to cut before that part, but okay. go ahead. All right, new cars. There yeah, was, do, a, there was quite a new car first? introduced this week. There was. It was a big deal. Yes. So I hear. And a certain publication leaked it. Those yeah, bastards. what publication is that? Uh, uh, Trend. Yeah, anyway, right. um, yeah, no, it was, um, you know, the the car is the 2014 Ford Mustang. Uh, 2015. 2015, yeah. sorry. 2015, you're right. I don't know cars. Anyway, I'm glad they're not calling it the 2014.5 Mustang. Now, wait, wait, I agree. Lame. So we were both at the LA Reveal. Yes. Tell everybody what T-shirt you wore to the reveal of the 2015 Ford Mustang. I wore a Shelby shirt. What are you talking about? No, you did not. No, I did not. What did you wear? Camaro shirt. You're right. Dude because, wears a Camaro because, shirt. Because I am a first world anarchist. Nice. Damn nice. right I am. Reddit will be so proud of you. Reddit, Reddit will yeah, upvote that's the a shit Reddit out of you. Anarchist. Like, look what I did, guys. Take guys, a, you guys, take a guys, selfie. Watch, watch out. We, we got yeah. a bad That's, that's your, your insanity wolf. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I have insanity wolf. That was the insanity wolf laugh, too. <laughs> Anyway, let's, let's talk about the unveil because they unveiled it at like that was kind of a shit five show. different. It was it was like five different cities. And I and speak when I say shit show, I mean specifically the L.A. reveal. I don't know what happened. In well, the apparently US. it was better than a New York unveil because that wasn't that great. But Maury Callum was there, and Alan Mulally was in New York at Good Morning America unveiling that. Mm-hmm. And then they unveiled it in Detroit, which Dearborn, which I heard was the worst shit show. <laughs> and then they that? unveiled it, and I don't know, but they uh, I don't know. There was a riot, and um. <laughs> <laughs> I unveiled it. They unveiled it in Barcelona and Shanghai, and that's probably they, they did, did so many. They did so many burnouts in Shanghai. That's why there's no there's so much <laughs> nice. air pollution there. Good one. I yeah. like that. That's a good joke. Yeah, actually. but anyway, they, speaking of Chinese people, they unveiled it at the Chinese Theater in L.A. You know, <laughs> Mustang in the Chinese Theater. Damn right, America. So. It was, uh, Wasn't there a Pearl Harbor anniversary recently? <laughs> so, What's that's, today's date? That's the wrong flavor of the Asian. Eighth? I know it is, but I mean, today, you're racist. Today's the eighth. Today's the eighth. That was then it was yesterday, yeah. December seventh. Today's the ninth. Then it was two days ago. Because I am seven. getting a car tomorrow, and I'll tell you about that later. You're right, actually. Because yes. yeah, never mind. Yeah. Just go ahead. So, so they carpet bombed the world. Okay, with okay, Mustang. okay. Enough <laughs> with your kamikaze references. No, no. He I know. Was I know. About it wasn't a kamikaze. You, carpet bombing is from a plane. It's not a kamikaze. I know. Story. Okay, so so that's, that initial is the anyway sheepish initial attack. impressions on the style. Um, they uh, I I like it. It looks way better in silver because some photos of it in silver came out later, and the red it does not look good in red. It looks really bulbous and kind of plain at the same time from the front, but in silver it looks kind of cool. And see, the rear end is nice and sleek, so I like that. See, I disagree. I actually prefer the front more than the rear and the and three quarter shots because direct profile is a little. It looks a little stubby, but that I thought the front end was pretty nice. They did an aggressive lower fascia with a decent little chin spoiler, good grill, good headlights. Um, the hood scoops I'm not sold on, but uh, I think they did a pretty good job. They, but I've been hearing bitching on both sides of the fence. Oh, they kept it too retro. That's, oh, they didn't push it far that's enough. That's actually bitching, not bitching with an apostrophe. By the way, uh, yeah. And people, by the way, people it's are not never happy until three months never. later, and yeah, then they're never. like. I warmed up to it. I mean, I, I looked at it, and it looks classic enough, 
but it it has I'm glad it hasn't grown the way it has since 05 when like the retro design I think was like best like 05 yeah. 6 7 and then it got big 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 and the hood looks longer cuz it's a little bit it the uh, the headlights are shrunk are yeah. like shorter yep. so it, like elongated the hood a little bit and like you said sleek in the back if you look at it too in rear three quarter look how close the rear comes down to the tail it's damn near a fastback it's basically I mean, a fastback, it's, it's basically like a fastback. it looks very swoopy in the back and also that's strange, you can tell no the one rear likes end, fastback mustangs you can tell the <laughs> rear end actually is um it looks they they definitely copied Celine on that one. Well, they kind of because it looks like the um, 05 Mustang Celine. You know who? Ha- you know how happy there. you just made Steve Celine that he was even just referenced. When was the last time someone got excited about like an SMS or a Celine? Super oh man! I no offense to Steve. I met a guy with a Dan Gurney Celine. What's that? I met a guy with a Dan Gurney Celine at the Venice a thing. Dan later. Gurney Celine. Yeah, limited edition. They only made 300 allegedly. Steve Celine refused to sign it. I thought it was it. one or the other. No, it was red. It was um. Red, white, and blue. They made a bunch of them. And then um, Steve Seling refused to sign that because they made that car as he was getting booted out of his own company. Oh, then I don't blame him. Yeah. I wouldn't sign it either. I actually saw one. a test mule for the new Mustang when I was driving cross-country with JF like three weeks ago. And, yes, uh, I saw those. You we, put a picture up, right, or something? He put one up a few days later because okay. he, he took the picture and he knew he, he probably shouldn't put it out right now. But it was covered in that like billowing tarp right it was just all around the it and, we, and, and, and it's so funny the engineers every time you see those guys and you turn and take a picture and like smile they are trained it's like to just stare straight out the windshield yep. you know it just do not break focus soldier do not do not respond yeah not any just drive normally just Ooh, stay the course it'd be great to pull up one of those bikini buses like in dumb and dumber and <laughs> see if you can get a reaction stay like on are target. they like the eunuchs stay on target in history of the world part one <laughs> nice Nice. Or fill that bus with automotive journalists with cameras and just snap, 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 snap. And then you know they would react. Uh, uh, so, but the my favorite part so far about the new Mustang, and it is an important introduction. It's very important. Um, and it was a, my favorite part is potentially what that EcoBoost motor could bring to the Mustang. Totally. Family. And my favorite part of that car is that they didn't make it bigger and they made it 200 pounds lighter. Yes. Across the board, I believe. Across the too. board. But I think that EcoBoost motor could bring in new fans to the Mustang brand. And you could get some more of the tuner crowd that was like, oh, man. And But now they're like, Turbo, let's have some fun with this thing. And and every single EcoBoost motor I've ever driven, no matter what vehicle it's been in, I've enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And they always have the exact same torque curve. You know what's interesting about that EcoBoost motor is that it's got more, um, five more horsepower than the V6, way more torque. And therefore, the V6 is once again useless. So well, you no, go no, no. On... I, thought, I thought then the current V6, right? Well... It's it's still 300 horsepower V6. I think it's yeah, but I think they're basically. bumping the V6, the new V6 power though. Maybe to make there's it a gap between 305 and 430. Well, tur- turbo technology I think is advancing at a rate that NA can't keep up with, and so V6 is like we have the Pentastar and whatever you know various things, but you can get the same power that you get in a big Wonkin Pentastar Chrysler motor as you do in a Hyundai four cylinder that's in a Sonata. It's like 270. So yeah, the, 274. the way they're just they've. I think all the companies have dumped a lot of money into turbos because they know they get MPG and power, and it's just that's where things are going to go. And it's a good system, dude. I would totally buy a turbocharged Mustang, downpipe tune. You're good. You're going to build like you're probably going to get at least 50 horsepower. And that. the best the best part about that EcoBoost too is that once again all those people on forums that always go, dude, bro, just buy a V6 to track pack, man. You fucking kill cars all day. <laughs> They're going to finally shut the fuck up again, as they should have. I heard long. the V6. I never drove the V6, but I heard good things. And I think if you can get if you can if you can't afford a V8 and the gas that goes with it, which I can't, like, if I can have a 30-mile-per-gallon car that has good power, yeah. Like, that's not a bad thing. Yeah. EcoBoost, bro. Reminder, the real reason behind that is the... Uh, <clears throat> Chris, Chris, would you like a mic? 
The real reason, though, behind the Turbo 4 and the Mustang is for emissions, because they wouldn't be able to sell that car in Europe without an extremely expensive tax on it without that little motor. So that's the real reason that we're getting the Turbo 4. That's a good point. Well, it's funny, though, too. I've been seeing some comments on various uh, – there's tons of Mustang reveal videos out there. And uh, on one of them, someone's like, a turbo and a Mustang? Or a, they put a – no, they said a four-cylinder Mustang? I love where What is this going. world coming to? I'm like, oh, so someone doesn't know anything about the history of the Mustang. I love that. Not that the SVO was, a, like, an amazing bright spot in the history of the Mustang, but they've done this before, These people are what you friends. call idiots. Yeah. It's almost as bad as putting dragons on a – well, maybe we'll go into that. Well, it's, almost, it's almost like that person probably wasn't born when that Mustang came out, which is probably the case. Most likely. But you are right. People just talk. And then I love when you see the correction that's like – Another person. These, these people like, have actually, actually been waiting 25 years to write that comment. They've actually waited for the internet <laughs> to be popular, and then they can finally go, man, I've been saving this comment for 25 years. I can finally tell everyone about it. So another big spot for the, the new Mustang that is either going to shut some people up or, or they are gonna or they can take the flip side and be like, well, finally, is uh, independent rear suspension. Damn right. The car, did, damn right, the car did a whole lot with a, with a live rear axle. So, I mean yeah, – but- so now Finally. it should do a lot more. Yeah, I'm um, sure it should be, be really fast. impressive. Yeah, and you mentioned the V6 with the the track pack. I mm-hmm. I drove that. Oh, you did on a track, and I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Uh, it, it was it, it was fast, and you weren't over your head right. in a car, which is fun for people at you know a novice level. Like you know, I'm a novice, so in a car like that, if even if I mat the gas. I'm not going to get in too much trouble, mm-hmm. whereas with the V8, I'd have to meter it much more carefully. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Totally. So it's – and it, it was – the Recaro seats are good. The manual gearbox is good. Um, the brakes were solid. It was fun. I'm glad I think they added the, the touchscreen to the center because I've always, I've always really disliked the Mustang center stack because it's just flat plastic that looks 20 years old yeah. with you know green lettering. I mean it looks like a calculator. I really don't and... like the interior of the new Mustang actually. And this is interesting <laughs> because they said, oh, we – at the presentation, they were like, we didn't design – we didn't style the interior. We designed it for a purpose. And I was like, damn right you didn't style the damn thing. <laughs> well, judging and by what you're wearing, they were also, you're oh. mad that it's not a library at an Ivy League school with green lanterns. So Okay. That was out of nowhere. But thanks, Zach. <laughs> thanks for your contribution. I think you pissed off Flake there a little bit. That was good. You cut to the core of me, Baxter. Why are you here anyway? <laughs> I didn't. I told you I wasn't going to sit in. I was told to. I uh, yes. Yeah. I wanted him here because we're going to talk about his car. Sorry, keep going, Blake. I'm, it's no, I got nothing else to say. I got nothing. Else. No, I think we're going to have to talk to Tim Gunn slash Zach Clapman over here about <laughs> male fashion. <laughs> As Zach, I wear. Tell us, tell us, who are you wearing today, Zach? I'm wearing free. Is what you're I'm wearing. wearing you're wearing, <laughs> wearing, wearing four as a five. Yeah. I'm wearing several wearing free Dan t-shirts, Greenwald? and I'm Dan wearing some, some Carhartt pants like a carpenter. I can't Ooh, build shit. Very classy. Very classy. So the reason I want to talk to Zach <laughs> about the car he brought here is yes, because, Kermit the Frog. Thank you. Because he uh, he brought yes. a a Jeep Wrangler, mm-hmm. which is fine. It's a four door, right? Four door, hard four top, the unlimited, yeah, you know, fun Jeep, good car, but. And I know I don't know the official name, but it's the Boing. Dragon Edition, right? That it is, is the, the Dragon name. Edition, and it's covered in gold weird bits everywhere, and also huge dragons on the front and on the back as well. And it's basically racist. <laughs> That's true, Zach. Uh, <laughs> no, Thanks, Jeff. No, you're allowed to... Um, I'm allowed to be angry because I am of you are. the Chinese flavor of Asian. I was honestly, and I'm and not making this up, I drove it around for like the last week. Did you drive and... it through like Chinatown? What, what no, you... but I was you should. I was looking for someone like you, an educated person. Okay, uh, sure, yes. I was, In a leather jacket. I wanted to roll down my window honestly and be like, what do you think of this person? Because like, for me, I got out of it. The wor- 
getting out of it at Parked is embarrassing. I went to a deli that you know, Jeff, called Meatheads, and I felt like the douchebag. Because it looks like an affliction shirt wrapped around a car. Yeah, yeah. no, there's no question. I walked up because I didn't know you guys were driving that. So I saw that parked outside and I just started shaking my head. That car has to be so embarrassing to drive. I mean, it is ridiculous. For the people, just go online and search Jeep Cherokee Dragon Edition. and Shit, Wrangler. The story, Wrangler, well, yeah. Or, yes. Sorry, yeah, you're right. Um, the story behind it, you know, it, they. They put it on as a design thing for Taiwan, and they loved it there. So they're like, oh, everyone loves it here. They'll naturally love it in America, the way most commerce works, where if they love it in one country completely different from ours in every cultural way, they'll love it in another that's one. That's how the Mustang was designed. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, and it just so, doesn't make sense. So I, I understand when they Don't do the, the Call of Duty version because – Because that's, Americans that's love the, well, nothing more than Mountain Dew, that's Call of game. Duty, and going off-road. No, but also You're a right. Jeep is a mil, it was originally a military vehicle. Well, they, so. have a, they have an Overland whatever Willys edition, which is just Chrysler's reminder that we won the shit out of World War II. <laughs> uh, Look, yeah, I, but isn't that a super expensive like luxury one now? I feel like that Jeep – Just like Jeep always intended. That's right, like Jeff? the fortune cookie. Like – the fortune cookie was invented in America. Right. So was the Jeep. So was the Dragon Edition. It's, yeah, it's... God bless you, General Patton. It just Patton. doesn't make sense. It's a good car. The Pentastar is good. It drives nice. How much nice. is it? It's like 42. I knew you were going to say something insane. I know the Unlimited is already expensive. It, it is. It's a pricey and Jeep. I will defend that because people... We're, we all, and I, I mean we all like journalists I've talked to, just anything... Like Musto's, the, is, he whittled it down. He's like, I think anything in this class should cost no more than thirty-five grand, and then every, you know every BMW should cost forty-five. And it's like, good job, Grandpa. Guess what? Inflation and technology is expensive. Right. It's a four-door hardtop Jeep with like Bluetooth, sat nav, pretty good insulation. Yeah, it's quiet, so, even though it has like a ninety-degree windshield. And that motor's finally good. The good Panastar. I mean, it's motor. been good for a couple years now, but I mean, you can get a Wrangler with the Panastar for twenty-nine, but this has a lot more stuff on it. Yeah. It's gonna cost money. But you don't need to spend three grand on the dragon. And those four door Jeeps have grown on me. When they first came out, I almost thought it was kind of sacrilegious. Just you know, just get a Cherokee. Uh, but it's it's a pretty damn good looking vehicle, especially when just the the most general light mods are done to it, make it a little bit more aggressive. It's like a mini Hummer. It's especially sharp. in that tan color too. And yeah. you know, I really like the last generation's unlimited like extended wheelbase one two doors with yes. the extended pick, almost like a pickup bed. Yep. those are cool as hell. Yeah, and I think AEV takes that and makes it into the like brute. A, a, a truck, right? Yeah, the yeah, brute. Yeah. That thing's fantastic. And I mean, I got to off road some Jeep stuff at the at the launch in Malibu, which was I don't know six months ago, whatever. But the Panastar, like, it. those yeah. things crawl. They go, like, the stuff that we took the Liberty over, which obviously it's a Liberty, but it chugs. You mean a Cherokee? It's a, it's, no, I'm talking no, about the, Liberty. Yeah, this oh, is a wild like, Liberty. Okay. It surprised you with what it can do off-road. But you had to, like, place your wheels. And the and the, the Wrangler was bored. It was like, bitch, yeah. please, just yeah. big right. tires. Rum, rum, rum. I drove a Cherokee off-road at Camarillo for the launch, like, a few months ago as well. And that thing will do way bitching stuff. Yeah, you can go that's on, a good like, truck. You can go on, like, offset moguls and just go three-wheel motion the entire time. You can go down, like... You can go down departure angles like 30 degrees and stuff like just just womp on just womp the just entire front like end onto the grass, the ground, yeah. mm -hmm. run into the dirt, and just like pull away from there. It's awesome. Well, well, I was just ascent control I, exactly. I yeah. was just filming a, a Lexus GX off in some you know the area I go when I need to do some off road video stuff, and uh, we stopped. We were setting up a shot, and this dude rolls up in a brand new Trailhawk, and I hadn't even seen one on the road yet. Oh so yeah. So I was all excited, you know. Wow, you know, let me. See take a look because he stops he's like hey did you guys know where i go for off-road stuff i'm like oh dude just keep you know follow this road you're on there and i ask him is that the new one he gets out we start talking about it and he says yeah i bought it yesterday i'm here to try to break it 
I'm like, that's awesome. That's Did he say anything about the transmission? Because he didn't I tested say he just got it the day the before. The nine speed. Okay. There were barely any awful. miles on it, and he's going to. And it had like red tow hooks on a black. It looked. They yeah, looked trail tough. hooks are bitching. And they're yeah. good. Yeah. We but drove people that are too. saying like, they're tough. What, what, what's the deal? The, the problem with the transmission is when you're descending or actually, yeah, or accelerating, it doesn't matter. When you hit the paddles and like you go from nine to seven. You're not putting it in seventh. You're telling the car, I don't want to go higher than seven. So it's like an automatic that you kind of shorten a leash as you wish. So when we drove it, it was – it was in first or something, and, and we couldn't get it to upshift on, on the road we were on. We're like, what's happening? Is it's it like, oh, it's because you told it, it earlier. Yeah. We'd set it, and it just seemed like I kind of understand where that thought might have come from. Is that an off-road transmission I setting, th- though? It was more – No, that, it's for the on-road Jeeps as well, like the limited. Yeah, style. yeah. No, it was more for like if you're on a hill or you're, if you're on like Nevada and you're approaching a big hill and you know that ninth is just going to bog and you're going to slow right. down – put in seven and then it won't try to upshift for eco mode so huh. i get where they were thinking but in the way it worked out was quite it's completely bad. counterintuitive and that as, too as well there's also the hill well it's not just hill ascent or descent you can actually set the thing to go up by like 2.5 mile increments or cool. 2.2 mile increments and just crawl along slowly you can wow. crawl at like five miles an hour which you know sounds slow as hell but when you're going oh, off road like down a hill there's like, yeah there's like rocks the size of baseballs and like boulders and shit, and you're crawling down, it, it feels like you're going like warp speed. It feels real fast to the Jeep employee that's riding with you. Yeah. When I, cl- I clicked up from like 2.8 to th- to 4.4, and he was like, you might want to, you can back it back down a bit if you want to. And I was like, oh, you're nervous. That's right. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nice. So uh, now I'm in. Uh, no pun intended. Shifting gears. <laughs> don't do I, don't, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Can you, can you uh, run that one by me again? I don't get it. Uh, so I'm driving a car that's actually surprising the crap out of me right now. I'm finally in the Chevy Impala. Yeah, you don't like it? I kind of like it a lot. It's a good car. I it like basically it a has a slightly detuned Camaro motor. It's a it's the 3.6, and this one, right. the V6 Camaro makes 320 something horse. This car makes 305 horse. Um, it's the transmission is 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 Seems to be better tuned than recent GM products I've driven. Uh, it's it's a little floaty. The steering's way too light. I wish it wasn't front-wheel drive, but it's comfortable. It's, it's well-equipped. It's pretty quick. It looks really good. They did a really good job on the styling, and yeah, it, it kind of it hauls ass for a full-size V6 sedan. I'm pretty impressed. I mean, you don't – I think 300 horsepower is kind of the, the right number for a, a normal commuter car because you, you want to be able to get in front of a semi, the Sonata. Well, I, the normal commuter car, that's anything mid-size and up. Yeah, or, or mid-level need... enough. You know, I mean, if it's Mid-l- entry, obviously yeah. it's gonna be slow. But right. 300 is like you don't need more than that because no. that will do 140 miles an hour. But you know, less than that, you're kind of you got to plan your attack. So it's, it's it's I'm I'm really impressed with this car so far, and I di- I didn't know what to expect. Um, so yeah. it's uh it's it's pretty sweet. Well, Jeff, I think the thing is for you though. I mean, how tall are you? I'm 6'3". Okay, you're 6'3". That's a car that will easily accommodate somebody that's probably 6'7", six, 6'8". Six, it's it's a big old American Highway Cruiser. I think it's the, it is. the first one I've seen in a long time that wasn't a Chrysler product. Well, also, I fit behind myself, if yeah. that makes sense. You know, So I can get in the back seat with my seat set where it is, and my knees aren't touching the seat in front of me. Uh, but the, I think the really important thing with the Impala, and I, and I said this in a video I just shot with the car that's not up yet, but it... It's important now for GM because it shows that they're finally building – they're back to a range of vehicles 
in the Chevy brand specifically that are good from top to bottom. They finally have embraced successfully small cars. Their small cars are good. The Spark and the Sonic are good cars. Now, they have sports cars that are world-class with, you know, the new Corvette. And then when the Z28 Camaro comes out, it's going to blow people's minds when that car hits the track. And first drive start coming. It is. But what it can do is amazing. Uh, and then, so now at the top of the at the top of the spectrum, now they have a good full-size car. So they're building everything right now, and they're doing a pretty damn good job. And that's really important for General Motors. So. Yeah, it's a shame that Europeans are never going to find out. <laughs> No, I, I think you're right, because that's what Ford did in the last couple of years. It's yeah. like top to bottom, you know, C-Max, I've heard it says, from reliability problems. But, you know, Fiesta good, Focus good, uh, Fuji, like they're top to bottom. And that's why everyone looks at yeah. Ford overall and goes, these guys are doing a good job. And now Chevy's doing it too. And on both sides, Ford and GM, they're both not perfect. We, we can all pick out little things with each of them. Like uh, the, the infotainment system in that Impala is laggy as hell. Mm-hmm. But I could say, you know, I have issues with Ford's sync, you know, at the same time. So they're so close though. And they're, they're all products that I can recommend pretty strongly, but I could pick quibbles on the other side too. I can recommend everything in the Hyundai lineup, but I'm never going to fall in love with their steering feel. So there's, yeah. there's stuff on each end. I've just been so happy with the Impala because mentally, for me, it represents, and I'm not a, a GM fanboy by any means. You know, I for years I preferred Ford to to General Motors, but th- uh, this car to me represents almost that the brand has entered finishing school, and they're ready to graduate to being world class across the entire lineup. This podcast now sponsored by Chevrolet. I wish because that'd be a lot of Chevrolet. Money. Find new <laughs> roads. No, because I actually I fucking hate the Camaro so. Except yeah. the Z28 of and course. the ZL1. ZL1 yeah, you've driven a Z28, right? I rode along. The one no LE, one's driven the Z28. The 1LE sure is some, good. I, st- I have not driven that one. I haven't it's driven good. the 1LE either. And that's, and I haven't driven any Camaro either, actually. That's one of those cars, <laughs> like, I've told you before that it has manageable power. Like, the ZL1 on a track, for me, you know. It's, it's a shit show. Oh, I haven't it's not a shit ZL1 show. It's just like, track, it, right. if I go, if I get it a little bit wrong, I get it 580 horsepower wrong. Right. But the 1LE is in the 400, and I can drive I, it hard, and it's in my ability level. I was taking the ZL1 to get coffee. It woke up in the morning, start my day. I'm going to go on a coffee run. I probably live three blocks from Main Street in Huntington Beach. I'm going to drive the car there, park. You know, it's nice. I'll take PCH. I'll take the long way. I go take my first turn. It's not wet. It's just slightly cold. The rear end comes out, and I am doing dabs of oppo before I've had my coffee. Those tires on that car are fucking banana sandwiches. So you could say Plus, I think one... they should have swapped the tires before they gave it to me because I looked at them afterwards, and I hadn't done shit yet to the tires, and they probably should have given me new tires. So you're saying the ZL1 was a bitch, and you spanked it. I did spank it, I, did and spank I had fun with it. But my last day with that car, driving to drop it off and pick up another car, it was raining out. And I'm on the highway, and I'm just like, this isn't. It's fine, you know. I'm, it's fine. I'm I'm not doing anything crazy, but I know if I just push the gas too hard, traction better start flashing and saving me. That's when it's fu- well for me. I'm an idiot. Well, you so know I'm that's like, actually no, no. slippery around yeah. town. Yeah, but not cruising down the 405. Oh yeah, but I mean, then you just maintain your momentum. I don't know. Yeah, don't, don't I'm not. I'm not trying to say that the car is scary, but it can be. It can get scary quickly. Yeah, yeah. No, I know you mean. Yeah. You know, that's actually, speaking of dangerous cars, that might be a good segue to uh, a topic that I feel like we do, do need to mention because we haven't really podcasted it oh, before that say. happened. Asian right. drivers, we did a good impression. <laughs> yeah, wow. You, yeah, well, he made me do it. I'm not even joking. I get in the car and he's like, you have to do the full Asian driver. And he's like pulling the blinker on. And I'm, it was no, really fun. You didn't put fun. the blinker on. That's not the Asian yeah, driver. Yeah, he was you mad because I didn't get it all right. 
Right. Well, no, then before we go to what you're going to. I think we should just cut out everything Zach said because that is a terrible segue. You turned a good segue into a horrible segue. It was your idea. First of all, he wasn't Asian. You're right. Blake, you're absolutely right, and I'm actually glad you brought that up because, like I said, tonight. Because we do need to address that. And, you know, we. Well, say say what it is. Go ahead. Well, you know, Paul Walker died. And Rodas. And you and I have met him. Yes. I actually haven't met Roger Rodas. I've never met Roger. You guys have met Roger. It doesn't count, though. Right. No? I mean, I've met him once. I, I'm not trying to. I don't want to say that as if it comes. No, across, no, like, we're, we're not going to use this as a as a platform to be like Rod. Rodus is my yeah. best friend. Walker's no, my best. Super friend. nice guy. That's no, no, none, none of them are best friends or anything. But you know, it it is weird to think that you know we did meet you know a celebrity and then all of a sudden he passes and somehow I I got really sad over it. Everybody I know in this industry is, and they are the first to admit that they're all oddly affected. By what happened. I right. think because we can all see ourselves being in their shoes. Yeah, no question. Really and that we kind of would have wanted to be him because he had all that access and, you know, all the other stuff that goes with being a celebrity. But also, too, like he was just a really good fucking guy. Yeah, he wasn't. A, if he was an asshole, how would you think we would react? Not the way we did, that's for sure. Yeah. So, but he so wasn't why don't you tell us about um, – you were at Willow Springs. I was at Willow Springs, and I, um, they were like, oh, man, Paul Walker's going to be here. And I was like, well, that's that's weird. Um, oh, because he made a bunch of Fast and the Furious movies? Okay. So I kind of just blew it off. I was like, oh, great. They'll bring and your article, and I don't mean to cut it, but your article, with your, the captions were hilarious. It was a really good article. Yeah, he's he's one of those guys where you can kind of like poke fun at him because you just know how schlocky the Fast and Furious movies are. And he's and then, also like, I could fuck your mom in five seconds. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you you know, I remember you mentioning like, oh, man, he must have just showed up with like some 17-year-old pussy with him or something like that. And I'm like, well. I, I don't know who said that. <laughs> oh, come on. Um. I don't remember who said that either. But, you know, he's the sort of guy you imagined he would. And, but, um, you know, it turns out he was, he was great. He, he was great. He was a great driver. You know, I, I never knew he raced 25 hours of Thunderhill, which actually just happened this weekend. He did, yeah. And, um, Wait, yeah. Wait, did you say he was supposed to race? I'm no, sorry. he did race it before. And he I knew did he raced well. it before, okay. Right. I never knew he raced it before. I didn't know he was, like, you know, actually committed to driving. He did a time attack. He's totally legit. In that he, respect. he was insanely quick. He was the nicest guy ever. He was uh, he, he just oozed that sort of charisma that you would expect a, a celebrity to ooze. Right. So I, a few years back, uh, I was sent to cover Pikes Peak for Autoblog. Right. Uh, and it was the year where – it was the last year where it was still going to be not totally paved. Right. So I'm at the top of the mountain. Nobody's come up the hill yet. It's me and you know a few other journalists, and I, and I broke off with Mike McGrath from Edmonds, who's a good, who's a friend in the industry, another Boston transplant. You Damn know. right, he's cool, he's a really good guy. Um, and he and I are at the finish line, and Walker drives the pace lap in a non-turbo 911, which he said sucked. The car needed it because it's 14,000 feet up. The car needed yeah. a turbo, but so he he drives, and then he walks over towards the finish line. He just starts shooting the shit with us. I was there for – he was there for probably 35 to 40 minutes just talking car guy shit with us. Um, he uh, – the one thing that I, sticks in my head is, you know, we're talking cars and he said almost boastfully, I have the fastest M3 in the – you know, west of the Mississippi. And in my head, I want to be like, all right, dude, whatever. You know, it's, whoa. <laughs> Watch okay. out. We got a badass yeah, over here. We got yeah. a badass here. But like that's how legit he was. He's like, he's like yeah, no, I do time attack. My M3 will decimate and – but beyond that, you know, I started talking about Huntington Beach because he used to live in Huntington, and I, that's where I live now. And he's moved to Santa Barbara to 
kind of chill and grow up and ride his he's a cyclist cruising the hills getting he said he was getting roasted by all the old guys so i just have this memory of him my only you know besides the movies not again right i I knew i knew him personally for 40 minutes that's it yeah but you had a more organic experience because he just kind of walked over it wasn't like he was invited out by a car company and everything so that that's really that's a really cool memory you can take away from all of this. He was uh yeah, it's it, it he was a really awesome guy. Yeah. So it it's uh, and you know, mm-hmm. people can easily bag on the the Fast and Furious uh franchise. And we do it, a lot. But, yeah, we do. But I bag on it because I love it. Yeah. I love any time I can quote that movie, I quote And he that was movie. a self self-deprecating guy. Yeah. But also that too. like the the dude worked his ass off on the charity side. Yes. He's traveled the planet trying to, uh, you know, make people's lives better. He also a random charity that I didn't know until later. Uh, before all of this, this is a random part of this story. From fifth grade until freshman year of college, I wanted to be a marine biologist and I wanted to study sharks. Me too. For decades, for so, like for a sorry. long time, I, I met people. I, I I wanted to move to Australia and study great white sharks. I used to watch Shark Week when it was good. Um, Before they sold out, man. Well, no, they, they did that whole horrible <laughs> megalodon, you know, Dude, real... Shark Week played the Staples Center and it was sponsored by Sony, and I was <laughs> yeah. like, whatever. Yeah, they dude, remember, do when Shark, remember when Shark Week went electric? That sucked, dude. So, yeah. but one of one of the things he worked for was preserving sharks across the globe. Like that's a really is, random and it's awesome. Super charity. random, that's but it is because awesome. the sharks get killed just for their fins, then tossed overboard. So, right. yeah, it, that, I heard that and it was just it was random. But you know, I don't want to dwell on. This stuff, but you're right. It was, it was a, a terrible, terrible. The best, loss. the best mark of a man's character is that um, he he like supports a charity he has no personal involvement with because you know Christopher Reeve supported um you know paraplegic charities and everything because he was a paraplegic, which is noble and everything. But it takes real balls to support something you like. If you didn't lose a relative to cancer, you can still support a cancer charity. That takes more um, uh, more testicular empathy. fortitude. I, I, you mean. Yeah, yeah. I understand. Yeah. No, so I mean, it's and we got to acknowledge the other the other person in the car too. Roger, by all accounts, was a supremely nice guy, a fantastic driver, mm-hmm. and basically, it sounds like shit just went wrong. And I think that's another part, like you were saying, Zach, it could happen to any one of us. And mm-hmm. and and I'm not gonna say that I drive. I do not obey the law when it comes to driving, and I shouldn't say that on the radio. But I speed and I make aggressive lane changes, and 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 I and I think I'm occasionally invincible. And shit like this wakes you up. You're not. And you know, we exactly. always think that this is not never going to happen to us. This is always going to happen to the other guy. Race car drivers think this, like they're not going to be in that mm-hmm. big crash, but it can and it will. And I think, you know, this is going to sound kind of cheesy and everything, but. Paul Paul always said that if he dies in a car accident, if he died in a car accident, I know, I right, that. right, that quote, and we don't know if it's true or not, but yeah, we uh we just have to honor him by driving within our limits, right? Obviously, we drive within our limits, and then we uh we don't kind of live our lives like we're always in fear. Yeah, we have to no, take I, over I our that lives quote like is that. True, right? Um, when it, we can't be, we, yeah, exactly. We can't be sorry. We can't be reckless, but we also can't be. You know, gripped with fear the entire, every time we sure. get in the car. I mean, none of us are going to continue just to obey every speed limit and corner recommendation you see because because we that, love this for shit. us. That's no way to go. Through I mean, we life. love this shit. We love and we, we love comfortable doing cars it. and we love yeah. yeah. I mean, and we're not. And let me clarify too. I'm not saying that we're out there street racing. 
We're just, I mean, we're cruising down the highway a few ticks faster than the guy next to us. We might take a corner a little quicker, and then we might break off on a on a uh, empty canyon day and just bomb a canyon pretty quickly. And when we get our track time, we take our track time, and we love it. I'm not trying to say we're doing dumb shit out there. And you um, shouldn't. And you shouldn't. Um, but yeah, he enjoyed cars. We enjoy cars. And, and you can't live in right. fear. So let's, before we move on from this, let, well, I mean, let's just take a quick moment of silence. All right. So, Blake. You know, speaking of moment of silences, um, oh, well, I, I maybe just pauses anyway, because we might as well take this pause to say what we're drinking, because you brought some Well, we don't need excellent... to pause. I mean, I, I can... I'm no, gonna... you, you brought some excellent beer. Yeah. And no, I'm not surprised, because, you know, first of all, it's good to see you after, like, six months of traveling. And second of all, you actually brought beer. I know. I, I unlike the time we recorded in Vegas. We haven't uh, unlike all the other times that Blake That's recorded. crazy. That part's crazy. That, that we were in Vegas. And you didn't bring beer? No, that you're pointing the finger of not bringing beer. That's well, what I think that is crazy. Too. But, no, we were in Vegas and we were fucking sober, sober as shit. Sober? And I'm sorry to the random people who complain on iTunes that we swear. Well, you were. We were sober as fucking shit. You, you were I know mostly it's explicit. This podcast is marked as explicit. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> That should be our This podcast line. is reported, recorded by alcoholics. Yeah. Um, but so, yes, I brought some good beer. Um, what is it? Normally we do this at the beginning, but thank you for reminding. But um, it's, uh, it's a – so Stone Brewing. Yes. Um, which most people listening to this will know. It's, you know, uh, Southern California-based, uh, north of San Diego. Makes some great beer. Um, to be honest, to be totally honest, lately they've been better at – selling other people's beer they because out, they, they focus, seem to be focusing less on their own beer. They actually make way more money selling all the other craft beer than their own beer. But <laughs> one series of beers that they keep making because it's doing well is uh, Enjoy Buy. And we're probably actually – this might be the one-year anniversary of Enjoy Buy because they did it – the first one came out because in 2012, the year was – you know the world was supposed to end. Right. So they made an Enjoy Buy – and the date was set. I think it was uh, twelve twenty one. Right. The world was supposed to end according to the Mayan calendar. So they had a, a super fresh hop IPA. Uh, and when you have a fresh hop IPA, you can't let it sit. You, yeah. You you put it on shelves. And you can tell because it's not terribly hoppy and it's very complex and it does smell very. Florally. Well, it's it's very it's very floral and fruity. Yeah. That's what when your hops are fresh, that's what you get out of them. It's and, wonderful. And dude. this is the really la- and they like usually do it once every other month. I'd say. Okay. Um, and this is enjoyed by 12, 13, 13. So we're drinking it while it's still fresh. Damn, too bad it wasn't 13, 13, 13. Why didn't – well, why didn't – well, There's that's no, that's not was, a thing. I know it can't yeah, be. Yeah. Yes. Why didn't it do <laughs> November 12, 2013? Damn, smarch weather. What's that? <laughs> 11 – I can count to – I can count to potato. Anyway, why can't – I can why ride a bike do, with no handlebars. Uh, there you go. No handlebars. No handlebars. <laughs> no why handlebars. Didn't do, why didn't it do November 12, 2013? What? Why didn't it do <laughs> – listen – Jeff, this is a little hard to explain. But it is. I'm not months kidding. actually equate to numbers. So 11 is November, and 11, 12, 13. 11, 12, 13. Right. Actually, right. see, I'm, I'm a clever been. guy. No, that would have been very good. clever. And why can't my dog have a cat's face? Like, who fucking cares? It's delicious. Jay, you, could, you don't gotta need these choose. sequential numbers. Jay, you would obviously choose the tail of the dog because it's the most expressionist. Guys, could Jay Jesus... Jay Moore doing Christopher Walken? No. Oh. No. No, right, Zach, you, you gotta no. get that. No. Stand up. Stand you up. gotta treat the animal I, I with respect. Damn it. <laughs> Jay. <laughs> Come on. 
the tail of the dog. Oh, I'll be damned. Oh, I'll be damned. Yeah. Um, speaking of comedians, I'm going to see Jeff Dunham tomorrow. Oh, that oh that is tomorrow. Are you going? Yeah, I'm going. Good. I'm going my with Mercedes. Mercedes likes me all of a sudden, and they're inviting me I... because they have a table, and I'm a fancy man. I'm a man of wealth oh, and taste, Oh, I turned that table down. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. I didn't bullshit. get invited by Mercedes. I just wanted you to see would Blake's never, face. never. No, I love Mercedes. Table. You know me. Speaking of Mercedes, Mercedes. Did you see that car that's in the country right now? The car, yeah, the car with the wheels. I remember that G63 car. G63 six by six. Someone on Twitter sent Hooniverse photos. It's yesterday. White. It's white. Landed at O'Hare. Hate it. You, you monster. I'm you might have to leave monster. the podcast. I will. Just, just leave. I think. It's, How can you hate that? I think it's pointless, stupid, crazy that's why it's expensive. Awesome. Yeah, that's Not why it is really crazy, crazy expensive. Well, it, yeah. It costs as much as the GDP because of an African you, country. That's why. It's for It's for Middle Maybe Eastern I people hate, to drive around to their petroleum the reserves. It's like it's like if a company came out with a monster truck, but no one said this is ridiculous. So you're, every coverage I've seen you're is you're saying like, this is like this an emperor's genius. New, this is like an Fuck emperor's you, new clothes sort of thing, aren't you? Oh, I don't think it's oh, I don't think it's genius. I think it's obscene fun. This is Mercedes whipping yes. its cock out and slapping auto journalists in the face with it. This is great. Yeah, I like it out of principle. To it. I, I like it out of principle like that. You know what? That's why I kind of like the Nissan Murano Cross Cab because that is a horrible car in I every way. I saw one on the road the other day with 562 plates, and I think it was just someone who works for Nissan. And by the way, for people listening. He drew the short straw. Uh, that 562 California plates are Nissan's press car plates. So it was, uh. a, press car, it was a press car plated cab with the top down that's also and the, i think it was just the a guy Torrance, who works in their local design that's studio. also the torrent slash long beach area code i believe uh yeah long yes. beach yes yeah, long beach that's, that's long beach that is very true mm, indeed. um that was yes. a random thing to bring up huh and you totally got me off my train of thought so if you go you. to long beach there's a parking lot filled <laughs> with, with unsold nissan cross cabriolet no they actually have no, an inspection area off the side is of terminal really? island it's yeah. right on terminal island Where? you're going when you're going past the, uh, I'm trying to explain. Just let me friggin' talk, you bastards. Anyway. <laughs> no, go ahead. I, anyway, I stumbled it's, upon it. It's the uh, Vincent Thomas, whatever the bridge. Where is it? One that, uh, oh, is that the one that the? the uh, yes, he, he yes. Right. And then um, well, whatever highway well, that let is. Let me just it's like clarify what we're saying because people are like, oh yeah, all right. No, it's where um Tony Scott killed, killed himself. himself. Right. Yeah. I, I keep I just keep Ridley calling Scott's it, brother. I keep calling it the Tony Scott Bridge. Just he. Took a header off. Because he, 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 he was like, wow, my family has this museum later. No, he had terminal no, brain cancer. No. How do you feel now, I Zach? I don't know any of this. You I don't know. know. Maybe you Tony should know Scott is? No. Uh, he, which, which, which ones did he his direct? Brother, his brother Ridley Scott directed the Aliens and oh, shit. Oh, I mistook Ridley for Ripley, and I would like to edit that out because I'm an idiot. No, Ridley's <laughs> no. Oh, no. no, Tony Ripley's, Snow. believe it or not. Yes, that's what Tony I Tony Scott is like on par. He, with I was like, why is he so mad at Dean Cain? He, he directed a bunch of stuff. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Because I know he didn't direct Bl- uh, Blade Runner. That was Ridley. That was Ridley. Right. No, but Tony has tons of great movies that I can't think of at all. Chris, yeah. would you mind grabbing the computer to see what Tony Scott directed? Because we're all idiots. We're because about when he says what these movies emails. are, we're going to be like, uh. We're about to get a shitload it, of emails right now. It'd be now. awesome if it was all car movies, too. He's like, oh, he did Truth in 24 for Audi. <laughs> I know he didn't. Shove my he, foot deeper in my mouth. He was the, he was the main <laughs> he, he did uh, the smoking. He did the smoking tire Jeep movie. <laughs> yeah. He's a, he's an executive producer for the Drive Network. Yes. Uh, <laughs> he's actually Jake Musio. He's still alive. Ghost yeah. in, in, in he created yeah. the 24 Hours of Lemons. Yes. Okay, here we go. So he uh, designed the see. Aston Martin Virage. Um, oh. All right, hold on. I'm tr- I, I see TV shows. I'm trying to get down to. Um, Guys, it's IMDb. is the most visited website. He was a website. producer on the A Team, but that's not a big deal. Dun, that show dun, was awesome. Dun, Are you serious? Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. dun, 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 dun hold on. Dun, I'm flipping dun, over dun, to his director credits. 
Let's see. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, we did Man on Fire. That's a great movie. That's a great movie. Um, Didn't he do Inside Man? He did Enemy of the State. He did yes. Crimson Tide, True Ooh. Romance, The Last Boy Scout, Days of Thunder. Days Beverly of Hills Thunder. Two, There's your car movie. Top motherfucking gun. Oh, yeah. That thing. That and little indie it. movie. Tony I Scott mean, there's more, but... Ridley Scott or Tony Scott? Tony Scott. Tony Scott. Wow. Top Gun. We're entering We're entering a zone of danger, Lana. Lana! Would you say this is a... Seriously, I, seriously, Lana, I will have Kenny Loggins come down and do an acoustic set. <laughs> hey, that show's coming back. Zone. That show is yeah, coming back. Um, Archer so Vice. So let's talk about other cars we've driven recently. Blake, have we... I have driven something interesting that I do think is worthy of mentioning. Let's hear it. I've driven the Cadillac CTS 3.6 Performance. It does perform okay. quite well. It's a great car. Is it like a baby? It's so, a good engine. All right. All right. No, no, no. It's a great car. It, it's it's one of those cars that you think is like big and fat and bloated, but it handles super well. And How it's got my, a great um, chassis. It's it's like 400 horsepower. Top really? 300s at least. It's, yeah. But it's not a V-Sport. No, it's not the V-Sport. V-Sport's 420 or something. So what the... It's 420. Blaze it, bro. Wait. So how... So is it still a... Explain to me what's going on under the hood, please. Uh, <laughs> Who a, made the V6. car? It's, I think it's basically the same motor as your Impala. I think it's 360 horsepower or something. Same motor as the ATS. But then that'd be more than the Camaro. 360? Yeah. It would be the 330 horsepower variant, I'm sure. That's what I'm thinking. You're right. I do have the spec box at home somewhere. 323 horse as well. Only off by 70. Not a big deal. It's about 25%. Yeah. No oh, worries. Oh, hold on. Too easy. Too easy. Too easy, man. Right, right. Um, too easy. So suspension-wise, what's going It's not like the magnetic... No. Okay. No, but it's no, got GM springs. chassis guys. Those are they're awesome, dude. The ATS we ATS, 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 Yeah, the Cadillac guys have good. nailed everything. They get an A for ten years, when, and then, when we and all then they dro- hand it to the materials guys. When we eventually all fuck. drive the ATS V, we right. will have massive erections. The entire time. I honestly think when we all drive that car, we will have, and I'll repeat this, massive erection. There is no middle ground for that car. That car is either going to be the greatest fucking thing on the planet or, or the worst fucking thing on the planet. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. I can I mean, see that. You can be like, eh, the M5 is okay, I guess. The BMW M5 is pretty good. You know, the BMW M3 is going to be really highly anticipated. The ATS is going to be either, the ATS V is going to be either awesome or shit. Somebody recently called BMW me out on my BMW hate, by the way. Bro, bro, calling I you up, bro. I talk shit about BMW almost every single podcast, so I guess we should do it on this one too but i can't think of anything to shit know? on them. what do you know yo like? i just don't the, like their fuck modern the two series you want to hear something okay uh matt's delorean is done oh, and i wrote awesome. in it and i when i was writing it, i was like this is how i'd like an a bmw to feel what I swear to god air no he's got eibach like eibach suspension but it's like tight but you know comfortable enough but you definitely feel the road but every every bmw i've been recently that wasn't an m car is way too soft. Like lean. Like I get in. I'm like, do they forget how, to bolt the sway bars on? What's going on? How good is his stage two engine upgrade? Yeah. How it's much a, horsepower is he putting? Like two twenty. Okay. Is it is it awesome? Uh, is it just? I, I'm fun not a DeLorean handjob person, but it's like how, it's real you cool. You sit crazy low in. You that sit car. Yeah. so yeah. low. Super and in, and in the uh, seat. passenger seat. Uh, Irish people have asses narrower than mine, and mine's not quite that so big. Can, you're saying they can fit in my car. I'm sitting on the bolsters, and then no oh, lumbar Jesus or anything. Christ. Like I, I am, and it was funny. I was wearing a, uh, would, would a down Jeff jacket, fit, and Jeff I was slipping around. Wise. Like this car is jealous of Corvette's side bolstering. Wow. But it rides good, and it's a, it's. I think that car gets the most good attention of possibly any car, car in the world. I've always maintained that tons of thumbs up, there are there are the two, yeah, the two but it's coolest like cars seven year old women world, and twenty year old dudes and you know it's people like the movie. It's not yeah. like a Lambo where everyone's like, you know, and half people are like you're a douche. It's it's a DeLorean. Sorry, no, that's that's true because the two coolest cars in the world are either the DeLorean 
or if you say the, Citroen, I'll kill you. No, I'm not gonna say a Citroen. Fuck that. No, I'm saying the the, the bullet Mustang. Oh you yeah. Drive a bullet Mustang anywhere, and people will fucking be like, "You are awesome." Yeah. Same with the DeLorean. People who don't know cars will be like, "That's a DeLorean. That's from the movie." Mm-hmm. Or even if it isn't, if you've never seen the movie or they don't know cars, they look at it and they're like, "Man, that thing is weird and cool." Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. you're exactly you're right, right. You're right. Well, it's funny too because I, I watched a video today that Motor Trend put out. They did a um, who? They called it a SEMA drag race. <laughs> so they picked three cars from SEMA. Uh, one was the BBI the, Porsche. Did they start the oh, Mac? That the Apple computer worked. one, right? Yeah, the yeah, Apple computer. That thing's one. really cool. Great car. Great car. But then they'd pick the Agent 47 Harbinger 67 Mustang. What has it has 3D printed parts on it and has a 2013 Boss 302 motor under okay. the hood. It's pretty wicked looking yeah. car. And then the other car was an Ultra 4 LS3 powered buggy. Whoa. Crazy. So they did like it out of and the buggy, like a Myers Max. The bu- I mean, the buggy weighs so much, and and, and I the mean, buggy it, weighs a lot. Yeah. Oh, well, compared to the, I just think if the to put that power down, the suspension travel, if there was any jumps or anything, it would have won. Uh, the Porsche, the Mustang took off first because. Uh, sorry, Greg Emerson, but wh- you know, you were driving that Porsche and it wasn't going well. You should have been off the line first with your all-wheel drive BBI tuned. Uh, turbo Porsche, but uh, the must, uh, you know, the 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 Porsche one, and yeah. it sounded fantastic. It's a BBI Porsche. They're great. They're Give so me good. the Mustang. They're so good. I'll take the Mustang all day. That is a cool day. Mustang. You know, I did see that Mustang get the Venice Beach uh, Mustang get together after the unveil. You did? And yeah, it's it's pretty the Harbinger. Wicked. Yeah, it's wicked. It's wicked. It's really cool. And it's somehow a, it's a they got their too. license plate to say a 47com Yeah. Like with a period. I know they drew the period in, but I'm like, that's. That's oh, cool. that's how. Agent yeah. 47, which well, is I mean, also yeah, the name of the marker, character from the Hitman games. Anything. Is that what it is? Yeah, Agent 47 is the name of the bald guy from the Hitman games. Is that games. why they named the, the, like, Maybe. the company that? Maybe. Hmm. Which is weird because you, you might create a car and name it like Master Chief or something. Right. No, I'm going to name all my future project cars after uh, the Grand Theft I'm going to name series. my GLaDOS from Portal. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I'm, I'm speaking of that. That's what. That's why we have no rundown tonight because I was playing that for most of the afternoon. What were you playing? <laughs> Grand Theft Auto. Incredibly addictive. Holy hey, speaking shit. Of, speaking of video games, too, we, we've gotten some games recently. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about yeah, Forza. Yeah, let's talk about Forza, Forza and Gran Turismo. Haven't played that one. I, I don't have any systems. But I really like – I used to be a Gran Turismo <laughs> guy, but I really like Forza 5. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I've heard good things about Gran Turismo, but I've only played Forza, and it was pretty damn awesome the way that they made – Whatever they did to fine-tune um, the system inside the game, you can actually drive the cars with the controller, and that's a huge upgrade. Especially well, the Xbox feel... One controllers because they have the little yeah, trigger that's, yeah. um, motor. The, the yeah. haptic, haptic feedback yeah. on your – if your braking's off. And, it works. It works incredibly well. You can really feel really like well. – yeah, because you don't need a you don't need a you know wheel anymore to like actually gauge your braking points. The wheel stuff. for Shit. us, I think, will get the most fun out of a really, and it has to be a really good wheel setup. Because yeah. if it's a crap wheel, it's a crap experience. But the what they've and I've actually always preferred these games on the controller, just because yeah, it's too. quicker, it's easier. And since I've been playing video games since I was you know semen, um, I've always been really good. With video games, with controllers. Yeah, so, same, same. Just to, to go back a bit, would your dad, like, put the controller on your mom's face? How did you play? <laughs> Gross. I was wondering That's where hot. you were going to go with that. Yeah. So I could yeah. formulate a response. 
and there's so, nowhere good I can is, go. Is that how is that how you make Babby? Is that how women get pregnant? That's how Babby was formed. Is that how Babby <laughs> formed yeah. on the face? Anyway, I gotta say about Gran Turismo, it is it does feel exactly the same as every other Gran Turismo games, and that's kind of like a reassuring rock in the video game system where it's like Gran Turismo, you always it's it's you know it's always gonna stay the same, it's always gonna look the same, it's always gonna have those gauges. So it's gonna go da da da, bang, and then you start your race, right? <laughs> are the, are but, the, car, um, the cars you know, all sound the same? Yes, but probably. And there's always all cars. They need to bring like back crazy. the soundtrack by the Cardigans. Bam 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 bam. You're losing my favorite game. They need a. Nobody. I think it's Grand Turismo Three. Come on. Thank you. No, I, I played Grand Turismo 4. Everybody go look that up right now and you'll know I'm not an idiot. Yeah, like, they, well, not a total idiot. Grab your You're abacus and look up that band. The, yeah. <laughs> they need, a, they need <laughs> to bring back Grand Turismo 4 where it's just every song is just Motley Crue kickstart my heart. Fuck yeah. I want them to use their entire, all their music budget and put it into recording the car's exhaust because it's my biggest complaint. I actually want them to go. You know what they should do is they should go to R. Kelly and have him do a thematic opera so that there's 57 tracks all related to various parts of the game. No, because what he would do is he would make part one would be Grand Turismo 6 and then He'd be signed on for like 16 more, and he'd release a song every time a new game comes out every that's two years. That's a DLC. And that's like Stuck in the Closet 6. Yes. So that's what he would That's what I'm talking about. That's what, yeah. Oh, well, we can't play this, Chris, because we're going to get sued for licensing. Guys, we got some yes. in the easy back. listening here. Oh, we get 15 seconds. Wow, wow. Wow, wow. Oh, I, know I, know song. Song. I like this song, but I don't know it. Okay, cut it before we get sued. I know. Yeah. It's nice. <laughs> Um, so I'm not crazy. There you go. Uh, yeah. But I, I do like, anyway, I do like Forza, and, um, I, I know it doesn't have the Nürburgring, whatever, and it doesn't have, like, it only has a bunch of cars, but they're bringing more cars in as we go along, and the super detailing is worth it. You know yeah. what, though? I just thought of something way more interesting than that. What? I just drove the, uh, Aston Martin V12 Vantage S. Oh, yeah. That is more interesting. That's it way more interesting. interesting. Because, How um, much better was is it? Is it the one with the manual? So the one we drove. Oh. No. Okay. Talk about the differences. Okay. So the one we drove, which is one of my favorite Hooniverse videos ever, by the way. Uh, that was a that was a good video. Um, shot by the Zach Clapman. Edited by the Nino Beard, Beardsley Kataro. Um, the, um, the new car takes the V12 from the Vanquish. So there's more power. Uh, and it's the latest architecture of you know the VH, even though it always looks the same. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's their newest architecture. It's got other things going on inside. Uh, now uses Bosch uh, electronics for parts of it. So it makes 565 horse Whoa. and a shitload of newton meters of torque. I don't know the actual pound feet. Mm-hmm. It's like 600 newton meters, but I don't know. Um, so 565 horse, no manual gearbox at all. It's just Sportronic 3, which has its ups and downs. Was well, the same transmission as is in the new Vanquish? Yeah. Uh... Right. So on a track, if you're hammering it, it's okay. It's not great. It's okay. Right. Around town, it's okay. Uh, there's, it's never great. They need to figure something else out here. Either go dual clutch or just go batshit crazy Aventador, ISR, you know, whatever the hell's going on <laughs> under that car. Um, or England just, simply existing since about 1940. Right. Or just get a gearbox from a Miata and call it a day. Yeah. X5 gearbox. Um, so the noise it makes, as you could exp- as you would imagine, is unbelievable. I love it. The styling is fantastic. 
new color options are sick. The, the, just the color choices. Can't you get it in red with that weird black like mustache on the front? That weird black lipstick? Yes. That looks awful. Awful. It that looks so terrible. awesome. No, no, you're wrong. It you looks get it terrible. in that bright blue. You get it in this like yellow gold color. Yellow There's gold. this weird muted gray with red carbon fiber trim that they're showing mm. off as a Q special edition because Q is their bespoke type stuff. Uh, I drove right, it the, James I drove Bond, it, got it. I only drove it on the racetrack where, you know, the asphalt is clean. and, and uh, But by the end of the straight, I was hitting 145 with my camera mounted to the roof. Mm-hmm. And the race car, the Scott, the young Scottish race tra- car driver sitting next to me is like, oh, you can really feel and hear that, mate. Huh? Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, you, as soon as you build up speed, he's like, Whoa. I'm like, oh my God. Be- be- please don't going fly. Around please. That lens there. I, I was just waiting here. Yeah. And just see, see my camera go tumbling down behind me as I lose thousands of dollars worth of shit. Did he call you donkey? No. <laughs> the donkey? Donkey. No, that he was awesome because he, we get in the car. Was he a nice Scottish lady? He was a nice Scottish lad. Uh, right, this is Jackie Stewart, right? So, is his yeah, name Jackie no, Stewart? No, young man, last name no. McAleer. Uh, very, very nice Was guy. it Brendan? It was not Brendan, but <laughs> he knows the guy. They've never met, and apparently some at some point their families might be Oh, uh, the McAleer clan, man. He I looked wish... like him. Um, Lock McAleer. So we're coming out of the pit for my first few laps at uh, Palm Beach International Raceway. I've never been there before. Actually, pretty easy track. That was my home track. Really? Yeah. Pretty easy track. This is Chris's, uh, Chris Hayes' home track. That's funny. That he drove um, running, what, a Camaro or a GTO? Uh, Camaro. It's Florida, so it's, it's a straight track, and they right. make a U-turn. Straight and, then, and then you turn around, and <laughs> so, you hit into some gators. So we, we leave the pit lane. He's like, he's like oh, so we're, we're supposed to do normal, then, you know, sport and track. And, he's like, and I take three turns. He goes, Fuck it, Trek. Boom. Nice. <laughs> and I'm like, thank you. You're awesome. Because I heard other people were like, made them do the full lap in normal yeah. and then the full lap in the other mode. And he's, he's like, oh, you, he, you got it, Mike. And uh, so <laughs> I come back to the after a session. So it's my second session. And I come back and I walk up to the car. And he's like, oh, we're doing it again. I go, I go, yeah. He goes, he's like, it's funny. The other driver was asking me how my guys were. And I go, oh, there was one guy who was pretty good. And, and he's like, and then you walked up. And I was like, yes. <laughs> he's like, let's Jeff, go. I mean, so- they, they never let you turn traction off because yeah. they can't let you do that. They, yeah, they shouldn't. Um, but it sounds like your, uh, it sounds like my CTSV racing school prowess has rubbed off on you finally. <laughs> you're going to say that. Damn right yeah, I was. You're right. You're right. I was you're waiting for you right. to say it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not V school level, but. It was pretty good. Well, Blake Jeff, got the same compliments from a Scottish guy Jeff, when he went to CTSB school, but the problem is that guy was just a dude drinking in the right. casino who was like, you're, you're probably a cute good. You got, Asian. you got a nice leather jacket on a bit. Hey, you leather. want some Skittles? <laughs> yeah. Oh, there we go. I like yeah. that. Good reference. Thank you. Skittles. Hey, you want to see my clover? Gross. Yeah. <laughs> not in public. Exactly. It's cuter than my balloon knot. Yeah. Um, so. Zach, why have you taken off your pants? Please, put them back on. Anybody else Jeff's happy. driven anything cool, Zach? You've had to have some cool shit lately. I'm getting something cool tomorrow. Can I talk about that? You yeah, talk about please that go way, ahead. I think. Go ahead. Corvette. Oh. And uh, that's all the time we have, folks. No, no, no. I'm just kidding. No, it's not a time we have. Uh, so, yeah, it's a Z51 with the six-speed, seven-speed manual. Coupe or convertible? Coupe. That's how you should buy it. Yeah. That it's is how be fun. you should I'm buy really it. I'm really looking forward to it. Coupe Z51 package Crazy manual. Crazy jealous. Crazy. Do you know what color? I don't know, no but I, I've driven a white one before. It was an automatic, and you know, it was at Will, outside Willow Springs, so it was um, uh, just straight roads all the way. You yeah, know. I, I still I, driven that car. I hit a pretty fast speed. I'm not going to talk about here, but <laughs> from from there's this one road by Willow Springs Raceway where it's kind of twisty and it kind of goes on a thing. 
gives you some feel of what it's like to take fast sweepers. And um, it, the steering the steering feels really great, and I really don't have much experience with Corvettes. So, so you got to you got to adopt the I, and I have adopted this on some of my videos. The smoking tire means of explaining how fast I'm going on camera: uh. seven miles per hour, eight miles per hour, nine miles. Per, we hit ten miles per hour. It it works wonders. It's so good. Is, is that in reference to extreme speeds? Yeah. So did you hit over ten miles per hour? I I might have hit eleven. Nice. Guys. Well, if you multiply by you, it's a, you basically it's a math formula. You multiply by pi, and then you have the right. Are you saying speed. this because I'm Asian speed. and I'm supposed to know math? No, you said is that reference to higher speed? I said yeah. You multiply by pi, and then you have the actual speed. We're all going when we say those numbers. Oh, uh, thirty-three point right. something miles an hour. Well You're done. right. I did hit thirty-three miles an hour. Nice. The Corvette guys, is phenomenal. It's guys, in the 1900s, they would have had like a bunch of guys with flags waving walking in front of the car. Say that again? What? Yeah. what? Look it up on Wikipedia. <laughs> no, you lost me on that reference. Ed- educate yourselves. The Red Flag Act of England. And the... Well, I get something yes. actually way more exciting than that. So, I, okay. you know, if you want to race, we can do it. But um, what are you getting? Next week, I get the Squadra Squ- Squadra Corsa Gallardo. That's the one with the oh. manual. No, it's not. That oh. one was sold and it's out of the fleet because that's the one I was supposed to get. Oh, I was supposed uh, to. No, get this that is here. the one that's as close to the Blanc Pond Racer. It's is got it, a wing. It's got. You is know, it red? Uh, crazy you, ass seats. You got to bring it to our house because we're getting an Aventador. I know Roadster. because I was supposed to get that too. <laughs> Sorry, we're getting an Aventador Roadster. I know. So. I, was, I was emailing I, with Fazel today. Is it? Is it the red one? I have no idea. What okay, because I've driven a red Gallardo convertible LP. Something, Not something, a convertible. Something. It's right. Hardcore, it's, like the carbon bucket seats. I really like the Gallardo. All the crap. A they, lot. It's. It's. They said it's their most hardcore Gallardo. They've made. That's awesome. And I really like That's the Gallardo. Cool. It, it, you know, you, you think well, it's, it's going to be like all I, shouty I, I and think everything. it's had a wonderful 10-year run. It, it's great. And, yeah. everyone and now still bring awesome. on the Cabrera. Yes. Because yes. it looks amazing. Right. It looks like a baby Aventador. Aventador Jr. Which is great. Oh, of course it will. It's going to have the same styling. I mean, it's not. It, it's going to be a Gallardo. And if they can keep the dynamics of the Gallardo, that's going to be you know not just you know a shouty sports, a shouty cod piece, but it's actually yeah, going to be well, a good sports car. You're right. If it, if it can do some... Uh, um, if it can get that ISR to be crazy, though, I don't know if they do that just because the, they want the the transmission oh. that the event has. That's E-gear. a little aggressive, but if they do the um, what is it like the push rod suspension? Oh yeah, yeah. If they translate Triple some link. of that stuff, and if they translate some of the carbon fiber treatment, that'd be really that push rod suspension is so good looking though. Yeah, it's cool, especially yeah. on the Aventador. And you've driven the Aventador, and I have too, and you have too. Yeah, and. That car is that car is like driving like no other automotive experience on the planet. It's it's like driving nothing else because it's it's just contradictions all all the way through and through. It's big, but it doesn't feel that big. It's it's powerful. It's like 700 horsepower, but it doesn't feel like it's gonna kill you instantly. Like I drove it, True. and I didn't feel like I was gonna die. And you think you go into a car like that with expectations, like you're gonna die just looking at the thing. But it's. You know, well, not I mean, now that, with modern cars, I don't. Uh, with the exception of like the Shelby GT500, right. if I get in, it's got if it's got all-wheel drive and it's new, I'm not really that worried about it. Just floor it, you're fine. Yeah, you floor it. It's yeah. gonna figure it out. I mean, and it, it surprised me how fast it was and how fast it revs. And we're gonna. It, and so by the nuts. way, um, and I hate to wrap this up, but we're gonna wrap this up and we're gonna close it on a new Blake Ziron quote. It feels big, but it's not that big. <laughs> That's what I told my girlfriend. Ladies and gentlemen, Zach, is there anything you wanna pimp right now? Um, go watch Tuned. It's up right now. We got some awesome cars coming out. Our trip to Panama. So What's tuned. your Twitter address? Uh, just go to just go to YouTube slash Drive. No, no, see. your oh, personal. Mine, my my Twitter is at Zach Clapman, which is Z A C K K L A P M A. Look for the guy dressed as Freddy Krueger. That's true. 
That yeah. is true. And I'm uh, at BZ Ron as always. And um, go read keep, his shit on. Keep week. keep reading all the week because you know we got some nice traffic numbers. You know the day that the Mustang was leaked, we our top story on Auto Week was the giant cow car. Well, that's because you couldn't we had a write 1972, about Mustang. <laughs> we had a 1972 cow car that um you you actually could get milk out of the udders, which is great. Ladies it's on eBay. Ge- ladies and so. gentlemen, that is episode 39 of the Hooners podcast.